Good morning and welcome to Sister on Scripture. Today we are in the book of Isaiah, beginning with chapter 36. Please enjoy the intro music. The book of Isaiah is one of the longest and most important books of the Old Testament. The prophet began his career during a long time of relative peace and prosperity under Judah's kings, Uzziah and Jotham. But before long, conditions deteriorated, especially on the international scene. During Ahaz's reign, Assyria became a superpower and deported Judah's sister kingdom, Israel, in 722 BC. But Ahaz saw Syria and Israel as greater threats. Isaiah tried to reassure Ahaz, asking only that he have faith in God, but Ahaz refused. Later in 701 BC, during Hezekiah's reign, Assyria ravaged the Judean countryside and Jerusalem left its Jerusalem itself almost fell. Again, Isaiah preached a message of hope for a repentant Judah who would trust in the Lord. Exactly when Isaiah's career ended is not known, but a Jewish tradition, which may be reflected in Hebrews 11.37, says that he was martyred King Manasseh, Hezekiah's son. To view Isaiah merely as a preacher about events during his lifetime is to have only half of the picture because he is perhaps best known for his prophecies about the intermediate and distant future. Isaiah 1-39 through deals primarily with events during the prophet's lifetime, but the latter part of the book is all concerned with the future. As we've seen already um, in Isaiah's chapters 1-35, through um, he's telling of the sin and the rebellion of the people and trying to get them back to repentance and get them back on the right track. So this morning, we're going to continue into Isaiah 36. Now, it came about in the 14th year of King Hezekiah, Senator of King of Assyria, came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and seized them. And the king of Assyria sent Rahab, 
Shakik from Lachish to Jerusalem to King Hezekiah with a large army. And he stood by the conduit of the upper pool on the highway of the fuller's field. Then Elakim, the son of Helikiah, who was over the household, and Shebna, the scribe, and Joah, the son of Asaph, Asaph, the recorder, came out to him. Then Rabshika said to them, Say now, Hezekiah, thus says the great king, the king of Assyria, what is this confidence that you have? I say, your counsel and your strength for the for the war are only empty words. Now on whom do you rely that you have rebelled against me? Behold, you rely on the staff of this crushed reed, even on Egypt, on which if a man leans, it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who rely on him. But if you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah has taken away and has said to Judah and Jeru to Jerusalem, you shall worship before this altar? Now, therefore, come make a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you 2,000 horses if you are able on your, on your part to set riders on them. How then can you repulse the official of the least of my master's servants and rely on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? And have I now come up without the Lord's approval against his, this land to destroy it? The Lord said to me, go up against this land and destroy it. Then Elohim and Shibna and Joah said to Rabshikah, speak now to your servants in Aramaic, for we understand it and do not speak. Speak with us in Judean, in the hearing of the people who are on the wall. But Rabshika said, Has my master sent me only to your master and to you to speak these words, and not to the men who sit on the wall, doomed to eat their own dung and drink their own urine with you? Then Rabshika stood and cried with a loud voice in Judean and said, Hear the words of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus says the king, do not let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you, nor let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord, saying, the Lord will surely deliver us. The city shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for thus says the king of Assyria, make your peace with me and come out to me and eat each of his vine and each of his fig tree, drink each of the waters of his own cistern until I come and take away, take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards. Beware, lest Hezekiah mislead you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Has any one of the gods of the nations delivered his land from the hand of the king of Assyria? So they're going back to doubt again there. Um, which the gods plural cannot only the one god our mighty god the true god 
Where the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where the gods of Sirvim? And where have they delivered Samaria from my hand? Who among all the gods of these lands have delivered their land from my hand? That the Lord shall deliver Jerusalem from my hand. But they were silent and answered him not in a word, for the king's commandment was, "Do not answer him." Then Elakim the son of Hilika, who was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Joah the son of Asfa, Asaph, the recorder, came to Hezekiah with their clothes torn and told him the words of Rabshika. Isaiah thirty-seven. And when King Hezekiah heard it, he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and entered the house of the Lord. Then he set Elakim, who was over the household with Shebna the scribe and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said to him, "Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of distress, rebuke, and rejection. For children have come to birth, and there is no strength to deliver. Perhaps the Lord your God will hear the words of Rabshika, from whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to reproach the living God, and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard." Therefore, offer a prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah. And Isaiah said to them, Thus you shall say to your master, Thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid because of the words that you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him, so that he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will make him fall by the sword in his own land. Then Rabshika returned and found the king of Assyria fighting against Libna, for he had heard that the king had left left Lashish. When he had heard them say concerning Teraka, the king of Cush. He has come out to fight against you, and when he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, "Thus you shall say to Hezekiah, king of Judah, Do not let your God, in whom you trust, deceive you, saying, Jerusalem shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the lands, destroying them completely. So will you be spared?" The gods of those nations which my fathers have destroyed delivered them. Even Gozan and Haran and Rezeph and the sons of Eden who were in Telassar. Where is the king of Hamath? 
the king of Arpad, the king of the city of Seravim, and of Hena and of Eva. Then Hezekiah took the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it, and he went up to the house of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, who art enthroned above the cherubim, thou art the God, thou alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. Incline thine ear, O Lord, and hear. Open thine eyes, O Lord, and see, and listen to all the words of the Sennacherib, who sent them to reproach the living God. Truly the Lord, truly, O Lord, the king of Assyria, the kings of Assyria have devastated all the countries and their lands, and they have cast their gods into the fire. For they were not gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. So they, so ha they have destroyed them. And now, O Lord, our God, deliver us from this, from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art alone, that Thou alone, Lord, art God. Sorry about that, guys. That was, I just got all tongue-tied there. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent word to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, because you have prayed to me about Sennacherib, this the king, uh, Sennacherib, king of Assyria. This is the word that the Lord has spoken against him. She has despised you and mocked you, the virgin daughter of Zion. She has shaken her head behind you, the daughter of Jerusalem. Whom have you reproached and blasphemed? And against whom have you raised your voice and haughtily lifted up your eyes against the Holy One of Israel? Through your servants you have reproached the Lord, and you have said, With my many chariots I come up to the heights of the mountains, to the remotest parts of Lebanon, and I cut down its tall cedars and its choice cypresses, and I will go to its highest peak, its thickest forest. I dug wells and drank waters, and with the sole of my feet I dried up all the rivers of Egypt. Have you not heard? Long ago I did it, from ancient times I planned it. Now I've brought it to pass, that you shall, shall turn fortified cities into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants were short of strength. They were dismayed and put to shame. They were as the vegetation of the field, and as the green herb. As grass on the housetops it is scorched before it is grown up. Have a blessed day, Jeff. Be safe, brother. But I know you're sitting down and you're going out and you're coming in. Because of your raging against me and because of your arrogance, and because your arrogance has come up to my ears, therefore I will put my hook in your nose and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way which you came.
Then this shall be the sign for you. You shall eat this year what grows of itself, and the second year what springs from the same, and in the third year sow, reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. And the surviving remnant of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant, and out of Mount Zion survivors. The zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform this. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, He shall not come to this city or shoot an arrow there. Neither shall he come before it with a shield, nor throw up a mound against it. By the way that he came, by the same he shall return. And he shall not come to this city, declares the Lord. For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when men arose early in the morning, behold, all of those were dead. So Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, departed and returned home and lived at Nevi Nineveh. And it came about as he was worshiping in the house of Nisra, his God, the Edramalek, Edramalek, I'm not sure if that's right, Edramalek, Sherezer, his sons, killed him with a sword, and they escaped into the land of Arad. And Eshardon, his son, became king in his place. Isaiah 38. Hezekiah healed. In those days, Hezekiah became mortally ill, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. That's a pretty important passage there. Isaiah's telling him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. That's something that we all need to, to take heed on and make sure our houses are in order. And here, Hezekiah is getting a, a huge blessing because God has, has told him, you know, told Isaiah to tell him for him to set his house in order. So obviously his house is not in order. He doesn't have his priorities correct. He's not right with, with the Lord. He's not right from his sins and repentance. And so he's having to go set his house in order because he's going to die. And not live. So God's given him a chance to be able to correct it. Many of us don't have those chances. A lot of people just, it's one minute you're here, the next minute you're gone. And that's why it's very important that while we're here on this earth, because we're not of the earth, but here for a time, that we go spread our message and the message of Christ, not just our message, but the message he gave us. Um, to others to help make sure their houses are in order and make sure their their salvation is in order. And that's mainly what he's trying to say here is get your salvation, get your house in order. Make sure your, your priorities are right. This is very applicable because now we're so distracted by so many different things. This design that... 
we have to make sure that our priorities are straight and that first priority comes with Christ. And our time with him, our time dedicated to him, just like all of you are here and I'm here, um, just worshiping and, and dedicating some time to father. He deserves that time every day. So he's, uh, Hezekiah is getting a chance here. They are, Ryan. They're hitting us from every direction. And so we just got to keep our eyes focused and keep that discernment. 38.2 Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee, how have how I have walked before thee in truth and with a whole heart and have done what is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of your father David, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. How amazing is that? That God is giving him 15 extra years. And not only that, he says, And I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. And this shall be the sign to you from the Lord, that the Lord will do this thing that he has spoken. Behold, I will cause the shadow on the stairway, which has gone down with the sun on the stairway of Ahaz, to go back 10 steps. So the sun's shadow went back 10 steps on the stairway, which it had gone down. A writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, after his illness and recovery. I said, in the middle of my life, I am to enter the gates of Sheol. And recall Sheol is hell, the place where there is no light, because God does not exist there. God is not there is just complete desolation and darkness, emptiness, bleak. I am to be deprived of the rest of my years. I said, I shall not see the Lord, the Lord in the land of the living. I shall look on man no more among the inhabitants of the world. Like a shepherd's tent, my dwelling is pulled up and removed from me. As a weaver, I rolled up my life. He cuts me off from the loom. From day until night, thou dost make an end of me. I composed my soul until morning, like a lion, so he breaks all my bones. From day until night, thou dost make an end of me, like a swallow, like a crane, so I twitter. And that's ironic, the word twitter is in the Bible. If y'all want a reference for that, um, Isaiah 38, 14. I'm all, it's not that Twitter, but, you know, since we point out the dragons and stuff in here, I like to kind of point out some of the fun stuff, weird stuff. Not weird. It's not weird. I moan like a dove. My eyes look wistfully to the heights. Oh, Lord, I am oppressed. Be my security. What shall I say? For he has spoken to me, and he himself has done it. I shall wander about all my years because of the bitterness of my soul. O oh Lord, by these things men live. And in all these 
is the life of my spirit. Oh, restore me to health and let me live. Lo, for my own welfare I had great bitterness. It is thou who hast kept my soul from the pit of nothingness. For thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back. For Sheol cannot thank thee. Death cannot praise thee. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for thy faithfulness. It is the living who give thanks to thee as I do today. So see, he's describing Sheol here. It's, um, you know, it's death. It's a pit. A father tells his sons about thy faithfulness. The Lord will surely save me, so we will play my songs on stringed instruments all the days of our life at the house of the Lord. Now Isaiah had said, Let them take a cake of figs and apply it to the boil, that he may recover. Then Hezekiah had said, What is the sign that I shall go up to the house of the Lord? Well, that's interesting. I'm going to write this down because I want to see what kind of uh, healing properties figs may have. I think that may be kind of interesting there. There's always kind of all kinds of healing um, herbs and things in the Bible that God gives us. We just have to seek them out. Isaiah 39. At that time, Merodach Baladon, son of Baladon, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present to Hezekiah, for he heard that he had been sick and had recovered. You know, it's ironic that paper bag is here because when I started this on Telegram, she was with me on some of the first ones. And we were going through lineages. And I butchered so many names. And one uh, one name in particular, me and her laughed about later on because I said it wrong like once. And then I'd say it right. Then I'd say it wrong. And then I, I, I'd go back and forth. And I'd get it right every now and then. So eventually I will get it right. But it's so funny that here I am again today with all these big words. And my sister's here in chat. So I love you, sis. Had to share a memory there. They're hard. I mean, I can read, but... Whew. And Ezekiel was pleased and showed them all his treasure. All his treasure house. The silver and the gold and the spices and the precious oil... And his whole armory and all that was found in his treasuries. There was nothing in his house nor in all his dominion that Hezekiah did not show them. Then Isaiah the prophet came to King Hezekiah and said to him, What did these men say and from where have they come to you? And Hezekiah said, They have come to me from a far country, from Babylon. And he said, What have they seen in your house? So Ezekiel answered, 
They have seen all that is in my house. There is nothing among my treasuries that I have not shown them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and, as, and all that your fathers have laid up in store to this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord. And some of your sons who shall issue from you, whom you shall beget, shall be taken away, and they shall become officials in the palace of the king of Babylon. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord which you have spoken is good. For he thought, For there will be peace and truth in my days. Isaiah 40, The Greatness of God Comfort, O oh comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her inequity has been removed, that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice is calling, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness, make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. This is um, talking about that voice is calling, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. This is um, talking about John the Baptist. The connection is made in Matthew 3, 3, Mark 1, 3, and Luke 3, 4. But John himself also did in John 1, 23. Um, because he was clearing the way for the Lord when he was going for baptisms and, and performing baptisms. He was trying to go and prepare a way for the Lord. I just thought I'd point that out for y'all. Let every valley be lifted up and every mountain mountain and hill be made low. Let the rough ground become a plain and the rugged terrain a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all the flesh will see it together. Now, going back through that, every valley lifted up, that's the flatlands into essentially like mountains, right? Every mountain and hill be made low. So the um, the mountain and hill be made low, would that be possibly from earthquakes or, you know, volcanic destruction? Which a volcano, when it, when it goes off, it increases in size. So I wouldn't think it'd be that, but. Just kind of going through some of the words here. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all flesh will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, call out. Then he answered, what shall I call out? All flesh is grass, and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are, are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Amen. I'm just going to stop there for a second. 
Um, Peter is also quoted in these verses in 1 Peter 1, 24 and 25 to emphasize the enduring nature of God's word as it is connected with the new birth. And that's what this is saying. It's talking like the new birth. The old is, it, it dies, but then it comes back anew. Kind of like how we're reborn in Christ. We don't want to do those same things. When we truly have Christ in our heart, we're reborn and we don't want to do the same things that we did before. We want to to try to be pleasing in the sight of the Lord. So here he's saying, a voice says, call out. Then he answered, what shall I call out? All flesh is grass and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. And then when you have the breath of the Lord upon you, um, afterwards, you know, the grass withers, the flower fades. So your, your mortal body is dying, but your eternal soul is being reborn. That's how I kind of see it. Get yourself on a high mountain, O Zion, bearer of good news. Lift up your voice mightily, O Jerusalem, bearer. Oh, excuse me. I'm saying it again. Nope, nope. I'm supposed to. Bearer of good news. So this is definitely, you know, when they say it, when it's repeated, it's set. Lift it up. Do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with might. With his arms ruling for him, behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arm, he will gather the lambs and carry them in his bosom. And he will gently lead the nursing ewes. Who has measured the waters in the hollow? of his hand and marked off the heavens by the span and calculated the dust of the earth by measure and weighted the mountains in a balance and the hills in a pair of scales who has directed the spirit of the lord or as his counselor has informed him with whom did he consult and who gave him understanding and who taught him in in the path of justice and taught him knowledge and informed him of the way of understanding behold the nations are like a drop from a bucket and are regarded as a speak of, speck of dust on the scales behold he lifts up the islands like fine dust even lebanon is not enough to burn nor its beast enough for a burnt offering all the nations are as nothing before him they are regarded by him as less than nothing and meaningless. To whom then will you liken to God? Liken God, or what likeness will you compare with him? As for the idol, a craftsman crafts cast it; a goldsmith plates it with gold, and a silversmith fashions chains of silver. He who is too impoverished for such an offering selects a tree that does not rot. He seeks out for himself a skillful craftsman to prepare an idol that will not totter. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to, to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the vault of the earth 
and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. He it is who reduces rulers to nothing, who makes the judges of the earth meaningless. Scarcely have they been planted, scarcely have they been sown. Scarcely has their stock taken root in the earth. But he merely blows on them and they wither, and the storm carries them away like, like stubble. To whom will you liken me? That I should be his equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these stars. The one who leads forth their host by number, he calls them all by name. Because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one of them is missing. What do you say, O Jacob, and assert, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and the justice due me escapes the notice of my God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. I, I love that chapter. Isaiah 41, Israel encouraged. And if y'all are wondering, I do have Ann Wilson in the background. I did that on purpose. I was trying to give y'all a little bit of background music to the scripture for those that may just be listening instead of in the chat. Oh, girl, yes, I, I love, boy, when you talk about the power of God, it just gets me going. I'm just like, mm. Isaiah 41. Coastlands, listen to me in silence and let the peoples gain new strength. Let them come forward, then let them speak. Let us come together for judgment. Who has aroused one from the east, whom he calls in righteousness to his feet? He delivers up nations before him and subdues kings. He makes them like dust with his sword, as the wind-driven chaff with his bow. He pursues them, passing on in safety. By a way he had not been tra traversing with his feet, who has performed and accomplished it, calling forth the generations from the beginning, I, the Lord, am the first, and with the last, I am he. The coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and have come. Each one helps his neighbor and says to his brother, be strong. So the craftsman encourages the smelter. And he who smooths metal with the hammer encourages him who beats the anvil, saying of the soldering, it is good. And he fastens it with nails that it should not totter. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, 
descendant of Abraham, my friend, you whom I whom I have taken from all, from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all of those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Those who contend with you will be as nothing and will perish. You will seek those who quarrel with you, but you will not find them. Those who war with you will be as nothing and non-existent. For I am the Lord your God who upholds your right hand, who says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Do not fear, you worm, Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, declares the Lord, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I have made you a new, sharp, threshing sledge with double edges. You will thresh the mountains and pulverize them and will make the hills like chaff. You will winnow them, and the wind will carry them away, and the storm will scatter them, but you will rejoice in the Lord. You will glory in the Holy One of Israel. The afflicted and needy are seeking water, but there is none, and their tongue is parched, parched with thirst. I, the Lord, will answer them myself. As the God of Israel, I will not forsake them. I will open rivers on the bare heights and springs in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land fountains of water. I will put the cedar in the wilderness, the acacia and the myrtle and the olive tree. I will place the juniper in the desert together with the box tree and the cypress that they may see and recognize and consider and gain insight as well that the hand of the Lord has done this and that the Holy One of Israel has created it. Present your case, the Lord says. Bring forward your strong arguments. The King of Jacob says, Let them bring forth and declare to us what is going to take place. As for the former events, declare what they were, that we may consider them and know their outcome, or announce to us what is coming. Declare the things that are going to come afterward, that we may know that you are gods. Indeed, do e do good or evil, that we may anxiously look about us and fear together. Behold, you are of no account, and your work amounts to nothing. He who chooses you is an abomination. I have aroused one from the north, and he has come. From the rising of the sun, he will call on my name. And he will come upon rulers as upon mortar, even as the potter treads clay. Who has declared this from the beginning that we might know? Or from former times that we might say he is right? Surely there was no one who declared. Surely there was no one who proclaimed. Surely there was no one who heard your words. Formerly, I said to Zion, Behold, here they are. And to Jerusalem, I will give a messenger of good news. But when I look, there is no one, and there is no counselor among them. Who, if I ask, can give an answer? 
Behold, all of them are false. Their works are worthless. Their molting images are wind and emptiness. Isaiah 42. God's promise concerning his servant. And just the note on this one before um, I start this. Um, 42, 1 through 4 is the first of several servant songs in this section of Isaiah. Um, there's also 49, 1 through 6, 54 through 11, 52, 13 through 53, 12. The identity of the servant has been the matter of dispute. Jewish scholarship, probably somewhat influenced by the Christian insistence that Jesus was the servant, has generally regarded Israel herself as the servant. Even Christian scholarship is not in agreement, and the texts themselves justify some of this disagreement. For example, the servant clearly is Israel in 41.8 and 49.3, but not in 49.6, because in 49.6, Israel is the beneficiary of the servant's actions. The New Testament identification of Jesus with the servant is quite clear in Matthew 12, 18 through 21 and Acts 26, 23. This comes out particularly in the several passages of which identity identified Jesus with the figures in Isaiah 52, 13 through 53, 12. Paul applied Isaiah 49, 6 to Christians in Acts 30, 13, 47 which may simply be by way of extension from Jesus himself, Acts 26, 23. Much like Jesus, the light of the world, John 8, 12 and 9, 5, could call his disciples the light of the world, Matthew 5, 14. So Isaiah 42. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom my soul delights, I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or raise his voice, nor make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not be disheartened or crushed until he has established justice in the earth. And the coastlands will wait expectantly for his law. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offspring, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you. And I will appoint you as a covenant to the people as a light to the nations, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon, and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Now I declare new things. Before they spring forth, I proclaim them to you. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing his praise from the end of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you islands and those who dwell on them, let the wilderness and its cities lift up their voices. 
the settlements where Kedar inhabitants inhabits. Let the inhabitants of Selah sing aloud. Let them shout for joy from the tops of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. The Lord will go forth like a warrior. He will arouse his zeal like a man of war. He will utter a shout. Yes, he will raise a war cry. He will prevail against his enemies. I have kept silent for a long time. I've kept still and restrained myself. Now, like a woman in labor, I will groan. I will both gasp and pant. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and wither all their vegetation. I will make the rivers into coastlands and dry up the ponds. And I will lead the blind by a way they do not know. In paths they do not know, I will guide them. I will make darkness into light before them and rugged places into plains. These are the things I will do, and I will not leave them undone. They shall be turned back and be utterly put to shame. Who trust in idols, who say to molten images, you are our gods. Hear you deaf, and look you blind that you may see. Have a blessed day, Wade. Thanks for being here. Hear you deaf, and look you blind that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, or so deaf as my messenger whom I send? Who is so blind that he is at peace with me, or so blind as the servant of the Lord? You have seen many things, but you do not observe them. Your ears are open, but no one, but none hears. The Lord was pleased for his righteousness sake, to make the law great and glorious. But this is a people plundered and despoiled. All of them are trapped in caves or hidden away in prisons. They have become a prey with none to deliver them and despoiled with none to say, give them back. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will heed and listen hereafter? Who gave Jacob up for spoil and Israel to plunderers? Was it not the Lord against whom we have sinned? And in whose ways they were not willing to walk and whose law they did not obey so he poured out on on him the heat of his anger and the fierceness of battle and it set him aflame all around yet he did not recognize it and it burned him but he paid no attention Isaiah 43, and this is going to be, we're going to stop with 43. Um, if y'all have any prayer requests, you can go ahead and drop them down in there. After we finish 43, we'll um, pray and then do a closing song. Israel redeemed. But now, thus says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in your place, since you are precious in my sight, since you are honored and I love you. I will give other men in your place and other peoples in exchange for your life. 
Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name and whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Bring out the peoples who are blind, even though they have eyes, and the deaf, even though they have ears. All the nations have gathered together in order that the peoples may be assembled. Who among them can declare this and proclaim to us the former things? Let them present their witnesses, that they may be justified, or let them hear and say, It is true, you are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen in order that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, and there will be none after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and there is no Savior besides me. It is I who have declared and saved and proclaimed, and there was no strange God among you. So you are my witness, declares the Lord. And I am God, even from eternity I am he. And there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake I have sent to Babylon, and I will bring them all down as fugitives, even the Chaldeans into the ships in which they rejoice. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord who makes a way through the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the mighty man. They will lie down together and not rise again. They have been quenched and extinguished like a wick. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness rivers in the desert. The beast of the field will glorify me. The jackals and the ostriches, because I have given waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to drink to my chosen people, to the people whom I formed for myself, declare my praise. Yet you have not called on me, O Jacob, but you have become weary of me, O Israel. You have not brought to me the sheep of your burnt offerings. Nor have you honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings, nor wearied you with incense. You have brought me no sweet cane with money. Neither have you filled me with the fat of your sacrifices. Rather, you have burdened me with your sins. You have wearied me with your inequities. I, even I, am the one who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake. And I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us argue our case together. State your cause that you may be proved right. Your first forefathers sinned, and your spoke, spokesmen have transgressed against me. So I will pollute the princes of the sanctuary, and I will consign Jacob to the ban and Israel to revilement. And that, my friends, is where we stop today. Um, so we covered Isaiah 36, I think, was it 36, 35? 
I think we did 36, um, sorry, 36 through 43 today. And on Thursday, we'll pick up with Isaiah 44, um, Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Isaiah 44. And we'll continue to see how God is moving through um, destroying Babylon and moving through Isaiah and and working many wonderful blessings. Um, does anyone have any prayer requests? I'm going to mute for a sec. Actually, I'm just going to leave the music up for a little bit. Get me something to drink while you guys um, drop me your prayer request. JC Bird, thank you for being here, brother. I'm so glad to see you here and you too, AK21. Sorry if I missed anybody. Um, it's hard to try to read and keep up with chat because then I lose where I'm at in scripture. All right, anyone else have any prayer requests? All right, well, if you're not driving, um, if you'll just bow your head and close your eyes, and we'll go ahead and say our prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you've allowed us to gather together here in this space online and uh, here on Podbean and just being able to, to worship you and get closer to you and, and in a better understanding of you so we can go out and help others, Father, so nobody's left behind, so nobody is left and able to go to hell to Sheol. Father, we're just so blessed and grateful that we have this chance and and that you love us so and that you've given us this blessing to to see before things are, are here. Father, for Laura's brother, Randy, um, I just lift him up. He's having some lung issues while he's visiting there with her. And Father, I just pray that he is healed, that... Maybe it's just the atmospheric change or just change of location, Father. You are our ultimate healer. So it's wonderful to to know that that you love us so good and that that through you we could do all things. So Father, just lift up Laura's brother Randy and for everybody here in chat, I know AK twenty one is has got some prayers that 
we're just going to leave unspoken right now. And, and Father, we pray that you move in his life and, and help deliver him this home church and these things that he's needing. Father, for our sister paper bag up in, or in, and all of our Canadian brothers and sisters, Father, I pray for them as, as they're going through this tyrannical government that's constantly just encroaching on their freedoms and, and their ability to even be able to worship you, Father. I, I just lift them up and, and I, I praise you for giving them the strength to continue to, to fight and, and to push on with fire and just with that righteousness, Father, that you can only give us. So continue to be with them and bless them. And for our own people here in America and our own government and people everywhere, just dealing with so much tyranny and and so much destruction. I mean, America is is at war within itself with their own government and own corporations that it's it's all greed and money and power and father we just pray that you deliver your swift hand of justice and, and you deal with them swiftly so that way they can't harm anyone else all of the people of east palestine ohio and the people down in Doral, florida and the people just all over the world where all this demise is going on all this desolation and and destruction, Father, I just pray that your justice comes fast and mighty, that you harden their hearts because, Father, they they aren't seeing right now. And and, and you're the only one that's going to be able to come into their hearts and, and touch them and make them see. So, Father, just do what you do the best that you can and because we know that you're the only one that can deal with this. It's not us. We're just here to, to disciple and help others be able to find and follow Jesus. And, and so it's on you. And so we just ask that, Father, you, you heal our lands all over the world. There's so much injustice going on that, that it, it gets hard, Father. So we just pray for your, your mighty love and, and your kindness for us, but the swift justice to them. Father, I pray for all of those that feel like they're alone or lost or trying to find their place that that you show them where they are to be and let them know that you made them perfect in your own image, how you wanted them. And they are special just the way they're supposed to be. And Father, I just pray that you you close doors for those that are, are trying to find their their talents and gifts that you give them that you close those doors and op uh, that are bad and just open the good ones. So that way they can go in and, and continue to be good servants of Christ and good servants of you, Father, for all the many blessings that you've given us, for all the love that you've given us, for the breath in our lungs. Father, we're just so very blessed and thankful. Uh, we're so thankful that we can actually just sit here and open our Bible whenever we want to and reflect or just talk to you, Father. It's amazing. It's such a blessing. And and I thank you for that. Please forgive us for our sins, for our transgressions, and for unkind words that we, we shouldn't have said. Father, just remove those from our hearts and, and forgive us for that, please. Um, we just continue to ask that you be with our children and lift them up, Father, and just continue to be with all of Bard's Nation, Celtic Christian, and we just lift up our, our families together so that way we may really truly be the remnant of you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Well, guys, thank you all so much. I know we ran over a little bit today. My apologies. Um, but I appreciate it so much for having you all here. I, it's hard for me when it gets, when the podcast gets a lot of people in here. Um, I, I tend to get nervous and clam up. I, I like having the small, little, intimate groups. I know you all love me. Um, and it's been a wonderful several, gosh, four years almost now, um, with everyone, but I still get nervous, um, being on here and, and being, you know, live. And especially when I'm talking about God's word, I want to be correct and, and not, not lead anyone astray. So, um, I like the small ones. I know it's going to grow and I'm okay with that, but Anytime that y'all see that it's not but like one or two people here, it's good. I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm fine with more, whichever. I, I'm just grateful to have whoever wants to pop in when they can. Um, that's all. I just want to be able to share the word of God um, with whomever wants to, to hear, whether it be live or it's later. Um, I just like being able to do that. So, Thank you guys. You all have a wonderful, blessed day. I love you. And I have got some Ann Wilson for us. I'm not sure how the sound's going to come through. So y'all let me know if it's all right.
Oh. He makes a way where there ain't no 